0: you got dirt Mm-hmm. do you ever think that that was going to be a thing like that somebody was going to tell you that was going to be like that cutesy gift <laughs> i got you dirt
1: uh no <laughs> i but i also didn't ever think that anything that i'm doing right now would ever be a thing so
0: that's fair got you dirt <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's gonna be uh crazy couple of days so and uh heck after this we can go get another truckload so we'll have two truckloads of dirt total so that should be pretty good that would be all your amendments and everything else that you need right Mm
1: -hmm. should be
0: so it's pretty exciting to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that means that you know it's all going to happen and uh we're planning on doing um plant days or plant exchange day right March 15th or do you know about it no. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Frankston uh, Sapphire is there's a East Texas Plant Exchange, so you grow, raise plants, and do exchanges with other people who grow and raise plants. So
1: okay, I
0: just found out. Literally, was like looking at it today, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder how much we can have grown by then." So type situation. So thought you know, <laughs> probably should say something about that. Well,
1: I don't I, I don't know, because the only things that I have are spring crop things, and I don't even have all of them potted up, and I need to, and mm-hmm. we're now just waiting on the pots to come in, and then I need to gauge how much dirt, because I doubt we'll have any dirt left over from everything going into the garden, so I'll probably mm-hmm. have to get... Dirt for potting them up, and then uh, make sure that they're good because like they're at that point now where they're supposed to have been potted up like a week ago, and I'm just scared, and I probably have to start watering them twice a day because they're just they're too big for the little 72 cell seed trays now. because they're almost two months old, two month old plants, so I'm it's gonna literally depend. And I can't plant anything else until I get everything out of those trays Um, just because I I won't have the space to keep all of the things like healthy amount of distance away from each other in there. But on the flip side, I can grow things outside now. The problem is just protection because birds love seedlings and Mm -hmm. squirrels love seeds. And so I can plant things, but I have to figure out an area that I can grow them in outside that they won't get to them. I don't have, like, any kind of things to prevent that right now, so.
0: You, you kind of do. You have a dog.
1: Yeah, but I can't just leave her outside all day.
0: That's fair, but, you know. Mm, I don't know. There's there's things. We, we can think about it and get things figured out. No worries. That's what it's all about anyways, is figuring things out, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we've been fattening up squirrels on, you know, the, the, all the bird seed that the squirrels have been taking and everything else. So they kind of are used to where they can go for food. So once they have that and, uh, you know, just saying there's, there's options. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how tasty squirrel is. So, but whatever it's gotta be is whatever we gotta do. So I'm not going to stress. But I'm just, I'm looking forward to this now. It just looks so, I love looking out in the backyard from, from there. And I just want to get the other ones built now that we have it all set. So I know what the girls are going to be doing, you know, this coming weekend. So I'm sure they're not going to be excited about that. But I'm also sure I don't care. So, because they continue to not get their grades up. So, and stay on top of their stuff. So it's all good. I mean, and I mean, gosh, I mean. Tabby literally, literally admitted to being spoiled. Yeah, taking food from other kids at school doesn't want to eat her food because she's you know too good for that. Oh, I'm only take the food they don't want. How how do you ask that? Like how? Hey, you gonna eat that? No, my mom brought it so that I could give it away. It's like when when homeless people ask if you have extra change. Well, yeah, I I asked for a change for a dollar and the guy gave me five quarters. You know type situation. It's like, no, no, not the way it stinking works, buddy. So, but man, I just I'm I'm looking forward to it because I want I I don't know how everybody else feels, but tomatoes at the store have just gotten blah yeah. They're not as red, they're not as ripe, they're not as flavorful The plants smell more tomato-y than the tomatoes do mm-hmm. And it's just, everybody's cutting down costs So it's like, just that alone, I'm like, okay So, uh, is what it is And with that, being is what it is Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast On everything for February 23rd Thursdays Where I'm Joey
1: And I'm Kiki
0: And we talk about everything
1: And nothing
0: All at the same time So, we have today is unpopular opinions and things that should be illegal but aren't. Mm -hmm. So, and probably should do the other side of that too. Things that should be legal and aren't. (laughs) So, but why don't you go ahead and give us a start.
1: Well, I just, I have a bunch of unpopular opinions from Reddit. Um, Okay. Some of them I agree with. Some of them I'm indifferent about. But, uh. And some of them were just, you know, interesting. But I want to start with one that has been irritating me. And you know this has been irritating me since I've started going shopping for clothes. Okay. Um, This one on uh, on the the Reddit post is from user emo banana underscore. And it's titled, high-waisted jeans are ugly and uncomfortable. So pants that go way past your belly button up to your mid stomach make you look like a grandpa who doesn't know how to wear pants correctly it just feels weird having pants go all the way up to your boobs like at that point you're 80 percent leg and you look like legs go all the way up <laughs> peter griffin i don't get what all the hype is surrounding them people claim they're flattering but it makes it look like your gut is where your bladder should be making it look like you've got a severe swollen bladder in need of medical attention mm-hmm. if men wore pants all the way up to their nipples it'd be laughed at everyone is free to do what they want but i haven't heard this opinion so i figured i'd share it And so I agree with that 100%. Um, There are some people that look amazing in high-waisted jeans, particularly for me, people that have taller torsos that don't like that and they want to have longer legs. Yeah, high-waisted jeans look great on them. However, for absolutely any person on the fucking planet that has an ass or thick thighs it is impossible to find a pair of high-waisted jeans that actually looks good on you because Mm -hmm. I, it literally, it's so frustrating. I would like to be able to wear low cut jeans, but because I have a small waist and thick thighs, there is not a single pair of pants on this planet that does fit me besides high-waisted jeans, because there's enough, you know, extra there from being high-waisted that they fit me like regular jeans, but not in a flattering way because it makes the jeans pull backwards because it's being stretched where my butt is. And then in the front half of it, it's just this bump. And so it doesn't even matter. They're not pulled all the way up and making it look like I have this big, huge gut. They're sitting down and making it look like I have a gut. Like I just have this mm-hmm. pooch sitting there that I don't have. And it's so frustrating because it's like, I I just want a proper pair of low waisted jeans. And I'm so upset. Like, I don't think hip huggers need to come back. Like that's a little, that's a little much, <laughs> but I think that low-waisted jeans definitely need to come back because I – what literally, they, they're just gone. I cannot find a single pair at all anywhere. I'm literally at a point where if I want the kind of jeans that I want, I have to get them tailored because there's yeah. no jeans that fit me the way that I want to. I just, just found – and it's, it's getting more and more frustrating that I'm finding the things that I want – at places like walmart because it's like i should be able to get a good pair of jeans or shorts or a good dress not from walmart (laughs) like it's really starting to make me angry because it's like yeah it looks cute or it fits me right but it's only gonna last me a year because it's from walmart (laughs) so just found another pair of shorts that'll actually fit me right and mm-hmm. you know it, they do, and I like them, and they're really nice, and they're they're flattering. But shorts, I want a pair of jeans that fit me like that. Yeah. Because every single pair of jeans that I get, that j- it doesn't matter, they're all high waisted. Even the the really nice bell bottoms I have are high waisted. I want a pair of bell bottoms that aren't high waisted. That was how they used to fit. There mm-hmm. were both super super high waisted and super low waisted bell bottoms in the eighties and the seventies. They're just gone. No, I don't understand what happened. Every single pair of bell bottoms is high waisted and i'm like why i i get that i live in the south and everybody wears high-waisted jeans down here everybody but i really would like to not have to i feel like it would Mm -hmm. be a lot easier with you know southern moms they're they're literally built thicker i don't know what they do but they are thicker so why do we not why is there not a single pair of jeans that i can find out here that should fit me i feel like i'd be more likely to find one a pair out here but nope just nothing. (laughs) So, no, I I think there are certain people with certain body shapes that, yeah, they they look good. But for the majority of people, I don't think they look good. I I think that people Mm -hmm. need to stick with, you know, like I think that high-waisted pants, like if they're like cargo pants or just like they're just straight pants or whatever, just not jeans or different material, if they're high-waisted, it looks nice. Like I like, I think that comfy pants that are high-waisted... Those look nice because you wear them with a crop top and it looks really cute. But just jeans aren't it. I don't know why it's a mm-hmm. thing. I don't like it and I'm I'm tired of it. So yeah, that's that's a, a, a clearly an unpopular opinion because I did, they're everywhere and everybody loves them. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's mine. That's what, that that's or not mine, but a, a one that I 100% agree with that I started off with.
0: <laughs> so I have a silly one. Okay, it's just something that people who play mobile games will appreciate. You know, in 1989, um, false advertising became a huge thing on TV. And if you were falsely advertising things like the as seen on TVs and all of those things, actually, yeah, 1999, I'm sorry, I'm 10 years off. In 1999, if you were advertising something and it didn't perform and it didn't do what you said it could do and everything else, you could be sued. You could absolutely be sued. You could literally be... You know, fined. You could be uh, not allowed to advertise. Like um, even before that, like cigarettes used to have healthier option cigarettes and all these things. And then you know, FCC came in and said, you know what, you're not doing that anymore. You're literally you have in and and it went so far as to say every pack of cigarettes has to have a warning label on it, and you have to have these warning labels approved that basically state that cigarettes are going to kill you, Mm -hmm. right? And so that that's a thing. But you know how many games that we get ads for when we're playing games that it is nothing or it is lying or it is, you know, completely different from the game that they advertise?
1: Uh-huh.
0: I honestly think that should be just as illegal. That should get deplatformed. That should be taken off of, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to advertise with that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I see all these games now. And I watch them when I play, when you play, when I see any of the girls play. Oh, you can win real money. No, you can't. No, you can't. You cannot win real money. That is considered gambling. Okay? You can't put in money and then play money to win money. You can win, oh, an Amazon gift card is their way around it, but they don't tell you what the value is on that. Oh, they'll put money directly into your PayPal account. No, No, they don't. They'll do it for a couple of token people to get those people to be like, oh, yeah, I got this money. But most of the time, they're just paid actors, and these things are fake. And 90% of those times, the game isn't what they say the game is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and honestly, I think it should be completely illegal. I think if you advertise like that, that I should be able to report your ad, that if enough people report it, it's gone. Like, there's no option to report any ads that you receive you know, oh, well, you're voluntarily deciding to watch these ads. No, I'm voluntarily deciding to watch ads. I'm not voluntarily deciding to watch con men because mm-hmm. that's, that's what it tad amounts to, real simple. They're con men, and it's cons, and I will never play these games or those games where you see where people can't win something that's easy and you're like, ugh, right? And mm-hmm. they do the same. It's like those kinds of games. You just sit and look at them and go, nope, this is not acceptable. Can't handle this, <laughs> so... I just I see things like that, and I honestly, I my unpopular opinion on things that should be illegal that aren't, it would be those ads right there. I think that that's. Well, I don't
1: you know, think it's an unpopular opinion. Well, you know, there's probably yeah, there's so many people yeah, that have is, issues with mobile ads well, for it's a like, million of different reasons. Like
0: Keisha and Amy have games that they download that all have the same kind of platform, right? Evony is a big one. Misty Continent. Oh, they kind of admit what they do. Um, some stupid slingshot or whatever game. That there is, and and half of these pull, no, most of these pull the pin games Mm -hmm. are all complete BS. And it's like, and, you know, people just watch them or they just download the game because, oh, this game is completely, they literally can tell you this game is exactly what it looks like when it 100% isn't what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, in the same time, great, you're giving those people your data and everything else. You agree their terms of service. They got your data. Even if you uninstall the app, they know. So and they know to whether or not to pull their ad from you. So it's just like uh Yeah. Anyway, what do you got next? <laughs> I double deckered that one.
1: Um, this one is one of those I feel like I can't I can't speak a whole lot on it just because of not having a whole lot of jobs, but with When it comes down to it and to, like, the things that I should be able to get a job for, mm-hmm. I agree with this. It's from user NavdaStrippa. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's titled, most jobs can be taught with on-the-job training and shouldn't require a college degree. With a few exep- exceptions, doctors, some STEM careers, things like that. But I think that most jobs could be taught with on-the-job training and don't need a college degree. Coming from someone who went to college, I feel like it was a complete waste of time and money. Once you get into the job, you still either need a trainer, mentor, or internship. And that's where you actually learn how to do your daily tasks. Hmm. So, I I think that there are definitely quite a few jobs out there that don't need to have a college degree. Because, yeah, you go there and they're like, okay, let me teach you everything you're going to do. I understand... For certain things, the you, ha- you need to go in with a certain level of knowledge with mm-hmm. it. Like, you can't just go into graphic design and expect all the job training. Like, there are things oh, that yeah. they teach you for that particular company, the particular role you're doing, and things mm-hmm. like that. You have to know the basics, though. They're not going to teach you all of that.
0: IT, security, there's things that are levels, and, and it's like, but when you see something that says entry level and requires a degree, you know. Then it's not entry level. How ridiculous was <laughs> it for me for Viacom, right? So Viacom was one of the companies that I interned at, right? Mm-hmm. And for me to intern there, I was getting $200 a month. whoop de effity do, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but that taught me on-the-job actual training, right? But at the same time, for somebody to come in there for, or, or for me to have gone in there at entry level, where they were teaching these people at entry level the same thing they were teaching me as an intern, you had to have your, you had to have your uh, degree. Yeah, you didn't have your so degree stupid. in business marketing. You weren't coming in there. And then, of course, as you know, time went on, they're changed. I'm sure that's changed because everybody's just desperate for people anymore. But yeah, it absolutely I agree with that to an extent. There are things where people are just more dangerous and more, you know. <sighs> How, I don't need to put it politely. Fuck that. I've got my degree. Okay. Marketing. I hate when I hear people say I do my own marketing. I hear that crap and I hear people say, oh yeah, yo, yeah, no, I, I, I do my marketing. I'm like, okay, where's your degree? I don't have a degree. I'm self-taught. And I'm like, okay, so you're shit. And I say that to people. And I've literally said that to people in their face in front of like a corporate board. I just like, where, where's your degree from? Oh, I don't have one. The Rancho Cordova chamber of commerce um, you know, the head of the chamber of commerce, they, the board voted this woman in, I sat and talked to her and I said, so what's your degree? And she goes, I don't have one. And I go, then why the hell are you the head of a chamber of commerce? Because you should be better educated and better knowledgeable than the people you're trying to help. Right. And, and that's where I think the limits come in on that. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not feel that what I learned in college was worth $68,000, which is what I paid for it at the time. Right. I don't think it was worth that at all. But at the same time, there should be there should be weight in what people do say or are able to do and say, you know, so that's all I'm, I'm, I'm saying about that. I just I have my college degree and I, I agree there's so many useless degrees out there, so many things you shouldn't have. To, you know, there was a time and I don't know if it still is, but if you wanted to be um, if you wanted to work for the Department of Fish and Game as a game warden or anything like that, you had to have a degree. They didn't care what you had a degree in. You literally could have a degree in sociology, the most useless degree, that if anybody ever tells you, oh, I have my bachelor's in sociology, you have a garbage degree. Congratulations. You couldn't figure out what you did. And you found out what you had enough credits for. And that's it. You had no specialty. So, and I'm sure I just offended a bunch of people and I just don't care, but they're it's ridiculous that those kinds of jobs require degrees in order for you to be there. Or even somebody at Caltrans, it's working administrative uh, for Caltrans, which is the uh, California Department of Transportation. And for those, if you wanted an in office job or you wanted to be promoted with an in office job, you had to have a degree. It didn't matter if you were there for 20 years, knew the job inside and out when they rewrote a definition for the job. If you didn't have your degree, you couldn't have it, and sometimes they take your own job away from you because you suddenly didn't have a degree, even though you're the one who wrote the SOP, which is standard operating procedure, for that job. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the weight that we put on college degrees is ridiculous. Yeah. So what do you got next? <laughs>
1: um, This one I agree with, and it's like – I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on it after I read this person's Okay. Um It's from user you do or not, and it is titled STEAM is not STEM. Adding arts as in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math to STEM is little like saying all lives matter. The Mm -hmm. reason STEM has any momentum is that folks realize we have too few students pursuing the hard sciences. Adding art is is art trying to ride on the coattails of a movement while being counter to the purpose of that movement. So, Mm -hmm. 100%. it's The whole point of STEM, like they said, is because so many people were moving away from that thinking. And I understand that there is a movement trying to push kids not to just sit down and learn stupid, hard facts that if they don't pursue those jobs, they mean nothing to them. sitting down and learning about history, if you're not going to go into any kind of history, you know, related... Job, it, it's stupid, right. and I get that. And so there's a movement that's put that's pushing away from doing things like that. But then there's still that movement that goes, wait, wait, wait. If we push every kid away from it, then the country is not going to keep moving forward. And so then they created the STEM program, and the girls go to a STEM school, mm-hmm. and still they have an art class, and it is the same thing where they were forced to take it last year, right? And the year before that, the the last year it kind of ended halfway through the year. Because the teacher or something or whatever happened and da da da, so I don't have an art class anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was still one of those things. It's like, why are you in art? What are you learning in art? Because it's not like they're learning art history. Right. It's not like they're practicing very specific things like very basics like i Patterns understand and art, yeah
0: style styles renaissance style versus you know in in different methods and methodologies and yeah. what the you know in in those kinds of things even down to influences no they don't go in and they draw yeah. or they sculpt or you know oh i drew this badge for a fake you know uh science uh uh astronaut thing and it's yeah. like what and so it's what?
1: it is extremely weird to me that they're trying to push forward that again mm-hmm. because it literally is defeating the purpose it, but i also think that it's the whole like it's the same thing that i've said several times now we've gone over this several times is that i think that stem is the exact thing that we're trying to push away from for a very specific reason mm-hmm. that it's not teaching us how to be humans stem is so Fact based, and so sit down, learn this thing, memorize this thing, take this test on this thing, move on. Learn this thing, take this test on this thing, move on. And it's not good. For kids in any way, shape, or form to mm-hmm. sit down and learn all of these different algebraic phrases and then have to take a test on it and never think about it again. Because unless you're capturing kids in that I really enjoy math and I am enjoying this and I wanna have something in my life that has to do with math, like this kind of math, then you're it's pointless. Mm-hmm. You're pushing kids to be in a program that they're never gonna do anything with. That's hundred percent how I feel. It's like this school is a great school and by no means are the girls gonna not be in the school but they're well, not—they're not interested in a, anything. A, that
0: has to ask, do with it. ask this one, okay? This—this is—I'll I'll take this one step further with you. Where is art applicable in the real world?
1: It, it's not. It's Isn't that what school was universe. supposed to
0: be? <laughs> school was right, and now with AI taking over so much, but wasn't school supposed to be what prepped you for the real world? But <laughs> oh, and I've gone over this before. You don't learn accounting. You don't no. learn finance. You don't learn home ec. You don't learn, you know, basic crafting. You don't learn how to sew. You don't learn how to work with metal. You don't learn how to weld. You don't even learn how to work on cars in most schools anymore. You don't even know how cars work in school. Mm-hmm. You literally, all the things that are applicable. But, hey, we, got, we have to care about some stupid little niche of historical studies that are never going to affect anything in your life. Oh, well, those who don't. Study the pastor destined to repeat it Yes, but that doesn't have anything To do with some little side niche yeah, Strain of I don't have to memorize BS. these
1: dates and all of the people's right. names Like, I do not have to know all of the King Arthurs And Henry's and everybody mm-hmm. that existed Because one, I don't live on that side Of the world, and two That has nothing to do with me moving and, forward And here's
0: the thing, your generation, like my generation Was taught that George Washington really did chop down a cherry tree And was told, I cannot tell a lie, I would do it Your generation was told from the beginning that that was a lie So why even talk to you about it in the first place exactly like literally what would, it, where would your life have benefited not benefited literally if you would have come to me and I would have said oh well George Washington when he was a kid chopped down a cherry tree and said I cannot tell a lie you would be like really Google search no there there that was a semester of school yeah literally that was, it, it literally, that was that's that's the point and so you do all these things and you look at all these things you say this is garbage this is pointless this doesn't have any reason to be what it is right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I just I look at all of it and I go School should be what teaches you for the real world. You know, we have 4-H out here, which you know, it's literally for kids who are going to be future or an FFA, Future Farmers of America. They they they're kind of the same thing. They do a lot of the same work. That is an applicable life skill out here. Do you know what's not an applicable life skill out here? Hmm. Just about everything else we teach in school. Yeah, art is not STEM. Absolutely, science, technology, engineering. Math, why? Because there was a shortage of that? you know what there's not a shortage of people who think their art is good. Yours isn't <laughs> mom, it's shit i've seen it. there's a reason that your kids booked it't sell for squat, and none of your art sells. You suck at it. Sorry, nobody told you this like literally you i how much how much stuff do we see that people show us and we're like oh that that's nice
1: yeah, right a lot because it's it's, it's useless i I understand that some people literally sit there and they go, you know what, I have a dream and everything, and uh-huh. whatever, do what makes you happy. Great. But let, p- we need to teach people that hobbies are okay, uh-huh. that you do not need to take something that you enjoy and turn it into a lifestyle. And, you know, people will sit and I know I I see it coming and people are going to be like, well, you know, that's that's such a privilege. That's such a privileged thing for you to say. It's like, yeah. And and? that's not something you're not going to work towards having that privilege. Right. You're not going to work your ass off so that you can have the ability to go. I have these days off instead of spending these days off feeling like I hate the world. I'm going to do this thing that I love. Mm -hmm. not all hobbies have to be expensive and I'm sorry if your hobby is expensive then that means your hobby is expensive find a cheaper hobby and even then 90% of people that have hobbies that really enjoy those hobbies are going to find a way to do those hobbies it doesn't matter whether or not it's expensive there are plenty of people that like to paint just for fun And they don't have any intentions of selling anything to anybody or being big or being in a museum Mm -hmm. someday. They just enjoy it. They like setting up their easel outside, grabbing their paints and just existing because it's literally the point of a hobby is just to make you happy. And yeah, paint is expensive. Canvases are expensive. Easels are expensive. Paintbrushes and good paint swatches and all these things. They're all expensive. But they'll find secondhand things. They'll go down and they'll talk to people and they'll do all these things. They'll join groups. They'll be a part of like they do all of these things to figure out how they can afford those things mm-hmm. because that's that's just how it works. So I just I think that it, it, it really does need to be taught to kids more that just because you enjoy something doesn't mean that it has to be your life. You can start there are so many stories of so many different people that start their life off as something completely different than what they think they're going to do and what they end up doing. Yeah. When oh I grew gosh. when I was growing up I thought I was going to be an OBGYN and I called it, I wanted to be a baby doctor because I wanted to help deliver babies and I wanted to take care of babies. And oh my goodness, I just, I loved being able to take care of another small life. It was my favorite thing ever. My mom ran daycares. I loved helping out. I loved cooking for the kids. I loved cleaning up after the kids. I loved being there for them. I love playing with them. I love doing everything because kids don't judge. And I loved being around children because it was just so much more fun. I didn't have to feel like I was performing for anybody and trying to be somebody that I'm not because kids don't care and -hmm. so i loved doing that i swore that i was going to have some kind of job that had something to do with kids and here i am going oh i want to go to school for learning more about agriculture because i'm enjoying gardening so much and it's consuming every part of me and i don't hate that (laughs) it's fun i am enjoying it i'm so excited it's so cultivating life and that's what you enjoy and so i it's literally like That's something that I'm you know I'm happy about so I think that people need to stop looking at everything as a one and done Mm -hmm. if I enjoy this thing and I don't want to spend my life doing this job that's you know dead end and I don't enjoy it's like then don't. Set yourself up. Give yourself a a plan. I'm going to do this for three years and I'm moving on and I'm going to continue to create the life that I want on the days off that I have and stop looking at every single day off as, oh man, not working. Let me just sit around on my ass. Mm -hmm. Use your days off to build the life you want to have instead of escaping the life you have because that's literally, that's the whole point. You're you're not supposed to have days off and just be exhausted and sleep in all day and do nothing but sit around and escape on your phone. Go out and figure out the things that you're going to do. Create a plan and slowly work towards that plan. That's exactly what hobbies are for. That's exactly what, mm-hmm. you know, the, the days off are for. Instead of looking at a day off as, oh, I'm going to do nothing. Look at it as, as something else. Because if you enjoy that thing and you want to do it, then you're going to slowly work towards it. It right. just I don't understand. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, it, you know, we can't keep... Pushing forward, that kids need to learn all of these things and shove and cram all this information into their heads when they're younger. Because at this point, for what? What are we competing against? What are we racing for? Like, I, we're, yes, we're always going to keep moving forward as a human race until we die. Like, until mm-hmm. we are extinct, that's what's going to keep happening. So why are we rushing it? What are we in a rush for? Why are we trying to shove so many things into kids' brains so that we can further the society when they're already – let them be happy. Let them figure out their path for themselves because – and I get it. It's all about special interests. It goes back to all the things we always talk about, but it still just – it frustrates me. If you want – if you see a decline in something, you create a program so that we can stop having the decline in something – Then Mm -hmm. we have to have a plan for that program so that we don't just keep putting random kids in it and go, oh, oh, it's not working. Let's just keep shoving more and more things into it until it starts to work again. And then we end up back where we were. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. STEAM is not STEM. And it shouldn't be anything like that. It should have never been in
0: there. Yeah. It should have never been in there. It's literally, you know, when I'll, I'll tell you this. So we had GATE, right? Which... Yep. It died
1: off with my generation pretty much.
0: And it died off in your generation because everybody's special Mm -hmm. and they couldn't handle that. I literally went in there, tested and realized the extra work I was going to do. So I made sure I bumped myself out of it as soon as I possibly could. But it was easy because things things that were academic were easy for me. They still are. You sit there and we sit and go down numbers and look at things. And I'm like, okay, this and your brain, you, you just sit there and you look at me You're like, what? But there's things that you do that for now. And you mm-hmm. like, how do you not know this? And I'm like, I, and, you're, and you've said it before. I can't imagine knowing something you don't know. And I'm like, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. But when it comes to numbers, history, academics, you know, things like that, I, it's like those are, those are where I'm at. And then there's plenty that I don't know. I don't work on cars. I don't watch sports. I don't do music. And I don't do that stuff. But, you know, they teach. It's like, oh, you go to school and you can have music classes in school. And I always thought that was weird. I was like, where is that going to be applicable in real life unless I want to be a bar piano, you know, pianist in mm. a freaking in a restaurant? How it, that that is? No, that's that's a side thing. Right. And, yeah, and don't get me wrong.
1: It's like doing a sport. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can have a career in a sport. You can have a career in music. But it's just those, for the most part, for most people, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a hobby or just a side thing they enjoy.
0: You know, it's like, how many languages do most people speak? What is that actually going to come to be useful? Mm -hmm. Right. And for most people, it's not. But, you know, for my degree, I had to have foreign language in there. You know, I had to have a bunch of stuff that I. I am in a unique place because I went to the Culinary Academy for my economics credits. Right. Mm -hmm. But. Really, why, why does somebody need to have economics, you know, their e-credits to have a business degree? Things that don't make sense. I had to have a certain amount of art. I had to have a certain amount of foreign language. What does that have to do with me being able to read a consumer demographic analysis report? What does that have to do with my ability to structure and put together a marketing plan or a, or a SWOT or to even write the marketing section of somebody's business plan? None of that matters. It doesn't, you know, you know what matters is my ability to know how to cook for myself and not kill myself. Mm -hmm. But you guys don't even learn that in school. Yeah. You know, cross-contamination. Oh, my gosh. I can't even talk about how many people I've seen that, you know, that's been a thing. Or I'm like, even with my own daughters, I'm like, are you trying to kill me?
1: I've stopped every time that I'm baking bread now, I'm cleaning the table myself, Mm -hmm. no matter if they clean it or not, just because... The amount like I, I've cleaned it with a clean towel before a clean paper towel or a clean white towel and mm-hmm. watched how much it's come up just in not, you know, nobody's used it. And I'm like, right. how that just amazes me because it's just it, it's but they don't know these things because we're the only ones telling them. Mm-hmm. And it does come to a point where, you know, you're growing up and it's like, OK, well, you know, there's only one person in my life or, you know, the same people in my life telling me this. Nobody else does that. And so they don't. You know, the mm-hmm. weight, it starts to dissipate because of that.
0: What I'm thinking about doing, and I'll tell you, and I've been thinking about it off and on, and uh, obviously I've got to wait uh, 13 days before I can do it, is I've been thinking about grabbing Petri and culture dishes. And when the girls say something is clean, going and just grabbing a swab, swabbing one of the, uh, swapping a Petri dish and going and putting it in their room, you know, and just say, okay, let's see how clean it is let's see how clean it's like you know because i mean like we have things that they just don't do Mm -hmm. or then they think it's clean they they wet something and then dry it and then that is the definition of clean Mm -hmm. and it's like no that that is not how clean works in any stretch of the imagination so so i'm yeah we we keep going about that but what, what do you have next
1: this one is uh uh, one of the ones that I a hundred percent agree with and have gotten frustrated in my entire life about, um, but not on, not on this aspect, but just in my entire life. I'm and I'm I'm real sick of hearing it. Um, it's from user Jellyfish number fifty two oh seven, and it's titled "You're not helping your spouse with the chores. You're contributing to your own household." I'm so sick of people saying that they're helping their wife with some basic household chores when the wife works also works and does a full time job or whatever it is. Like, no, it's also not your it's also your house and you contributing to the work that needs to be done is your duty and not optional. The amount of stories that we see, even just on Reddit, even just since we started our podcast and read things and Mm -hmm. all of that and People are, you know, they look at everything and they go, ah, oh, well, I do all these things and they don't do anything, but it's okay. It, it, you know, I, it you know, they they are doing this and da da da, da and you know, they, but they come home, and they get mad at me for this not being done. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all both live in this house, right? Y'all both got kids. Y'all both are eating in the house. Y'all both are are taking showers. Y'all both like, we're wait, we, we we're this is a this is a half and half thing. Y'all both brought these children into your life. Y'all both de- went and decided you were going to be in this house together. Y'all both decided to do all these things, but only one of you is contributing to all the household things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but both of y'all have a job mm-hmm. and both of y'all take care of the kids. What do we, hold on. <laughs> That's not how that works. And I, I've, I've heard it so many times. There's so many people are like, oh, well, I'll help you doing this thing. Like you dirty this too. This isn't mm-hmm. helping. This is you doing it. Why are we, why is this how we keep looking at everything? And it's the same thing with the girls right now where it's like their mindset is so stuck on the, well, I didn't dirty the room. Well, who you live here. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who
0: gives a damn? You, did, did you buy the groceries?
1: right and did, like there's so did many you other cook things the
0: food? Did, did you make sure that you got to school today did you buy those clothes sitting on your back did you get did you contribute anything to the quality of life for the rest of us or were you a burden because that's the way you have to look at yeah. it and I mean it's it's everybody in life is a net gain or a net loss right mm-hmm. and it's like so are you a net gain or a net loss in my life what oh I, I can go back to Christmas I'll bet let's go the all full selfish <laughs> route and I've done this I did this with Tabitha you mm-hmm. know I said what'd you buy me for Christmas?" and she told me what she bought me for Christmas. I said, "Cool. Where'd you get the money? Well, doing chores for who? For you? For stuff that you normally do the chores for for free? So, who bought my Christmas gifts?" And she just stared at me. I'm like, "So I thank you for my Christmas gift." I'm like, "But you're not you, you're not a net contributor in this house. Yeah. You want to contribute? Go go." And I told Lily, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna build more uh, planter boxes." She goes, "Am I gonna get paid for it?" I said, "Yeah, you get to eat." I'm like, you'll get paid for them when, when, and if we start selling them, but we've got to get ours done before we start selling them. And it's like, I'm sitting here looking at what time we get done with the podcast and can we go get some more dirt? Because I'm all for getting more dirt and just expanding the garden. So it's just all over the backyard. So it's just this massive full-time job for you. And it's like, you're smiling because of it, you know, and it's like, and just the knowledge of that to be sitting there and going, okay, we're going to be eating a ton. Of really good and really healthy food. And it's like, oh, yeah, now you girls got to do your homework. Great. Go outside and scare off the fucking squirrels. That's their part of your job, right? (laughs) Is to just sit there and say, that's part of your job. That's what you get to do. Don't want squirrels around. Don't want birds around that are gonna mess with our plants when they're younger. Don't want things that are gonna dig in there. But heck, right now y'all can't even sit out there and and make sure the chickens don't jump up into the raised be- planter beds. So yeah. I don't want to hear it. You don't get a say in it. It's not a you know democracy in this house. This house is not a democracy. But it's but, not. It's, but they if lie, you sit there right and now, if,
1: they really think it is.
0: <laughs> but if, if you sit there and it's like you have a spouse and you are equal contributors in that house then you're equal contributors in that house. Amy comes home and say, "Hey, I need you to do this." And she's like, "Well, I don't have enough time to do that." And I'm like, "Okay." So, but she knows that they're they're out right now. They have a goal that they're trying to meet. They're going to be home for a week. She's going to get 2 days of that week to relax, and then she's going to have 3 days of that week that she's going to be get, doing electrical stuff and everything else while I'm doing all this other work here. And some of the work that I get to do is just my brain and keeping this the darn machine running, you know. And so it's like when I look at that, it's and but when I, when I sit and I hear couples where it's like the husband doesn't work, the wife, I've had, I literally no couples like this right now. Husband doesn't work. The wife works and she comes home and he expects her to cook his dinner, to do all mm-hmm. the chores, to do everything around the house because that's a wife's role. And if you ask what he's been doing all day, it's always something stupid that is not contributing to anything at all. Mm-hmm. Like us, I do a ton of work on this podcast. I do a ton of work. I'm literally right now upset because I can't pay a bill that, you know, that is related to us being able to do this podcast. I've been working on videos and grabbing content and putting everything together and getting us set up so that we can get the lighting that we need because we don't have enough lighting in this area for us to be able to properly film without just really, you know, it being washed out. So I'm trying to put everything together that I can. I'm doing research. I'm trying to make all the right moves and everything else. This, you know, this is a lot of work. And I'm not stopping. But there are people who are like, oh, I, I do Twitch. You know, I, I'm a Twitch streamer. And you ask, oh, awesome. How many followers do you have on Twitch? Oh, like 36. And, you know, yeah, that might sound great to grandma. You know, wow, you have 30 peop- 36 people who come and watch watch you play games? That's amazing. No, no. I have 36 people who have walked in and followed me. But at any given stream, I'm lucky if I have one person there. You know, there's a meme going around with these people who are for think they're gonna be Fortnite millionaires, you know, because oh there's these other people and thousands of people watch these people playing Fortnite. Yes, and even those people have other jobs. Like that's not the way that this works. Work is work, you know, and it's like but no. No, no. I I I completely agree. I, I think anybody who's gonna to hold to roles like I cook our dinners most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm home, I cook most of the meals, you know, and it's like Oh, my gosh! That's a woman's job, right? That's what people tell you me all the time like yeah, that's I'm like dumb, really okay <laughs> so what th- no, no, not not that that's dumb I'm saying oh. when when people say that to me, sorry, you got a little wor- worried there no, 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 you're hundred percent right it's it's dumb to sit there and say cleaning is a cleaning is a woman's job, building things is a man's job, you know it's like and you ask people what's gardening what's beekeeping what what are those why do you have gender roles assigned to things like that that require contribution i'm going to be working with you on your watering and your irrigation system and we're going to have everything put together and that's what my my voluntary role is in this does that mean that you're not going to be sitting there and helping me and putting this stuff together not in the friggin slightest you know so but people are acting like oh yeah well once you do that no it's not not so yeah 100 percent agree what do you got what's next <laughs> Sorry.
1: So, this one we've said many a times before, but uh, I wanted to retouch up on it because I just saw something again yesterday. Um, this is from user 710 Bambi, and it is titled Trigger Warnings Are Unnecessary. No one owes you not to talk about something because you don't want to deal with your own trauma. Censorship is wrong, and demanding people put trigger warnings on things that you have issues with is not their responsibility. Go get therapy and stop expecting the world to revolve around you and your issues. So, yeah, I think that, and I and I've read the comments on this one because I was really curious to see if the social justice warriors came out or not on that one, uh, but I did see a couple of good points because one of the things that I, that I wanted to specifically talk about is that trigger warnings are? are it, it's become such a buzzword mm-hmm. because it. There have always been quote-unquote trigger warnings saying that a movie is rated r is a trigger warning Mm -hmm. saying oh this you know content that you're about to watch is you know has sexual nudity blah 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 and all these other things like those are all trigger warnings but it's not because people are going to get triggered by it. it's because oh this is a warning to let me know what's going to happen oh this is you know blah 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 photosensitive viewers don't watch kind of thing Like those are all trigger warnings but telling somebody hey uh, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about breastfeeding. What? What? Yeah. No. It, stop. That is stupid. There is no world where I need you to say that because of the very itty bitty, maybe 1% of people that may watch your thing or read your thing mm-hmm. are going to go, oh my God, I can't because I just dealt with this thing a week ago or my trauma from my childhood that I can't. I don't care. Don't be online then. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I use that argument people are like, "Oh, well that's so, you know, privileged of you to say." Again. It's like cuz you know, some people have to be online. And some people, they, you know, it's it's everything is online now. You can't just like exist. Like, first of all, how do you what do you think happens to all the people that own farms in this mm-hmm. country? You think those kids grow up with phones and are always on that? No. Mm-mm. And that does not mean that all of those kids are weird. I've met some really great people and they turn out to be farmers or they own land or they do it like people are really like, I I don't think I'm the one that's being, you know, close minded on something like that. I think you're the one that's refusing to believe that there are people that get along perfectly fine without your way of life, because that's literally what it comes down to. Nobody, nobody's sitting out here going, oh man, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about this thing, guys. No, nobody does that. Everybody just right. has conversations. And if you don't agree with it or you're uncomfortable, then you walk away or you don't read it or don't watch it. Amazing. Like, you have the control over your own life and the things that you can and cannot, you know, mm-hmm. interact with. This is a little, The same thing about people that go around commenting on things of just pure bitter hatefulness on somebody's post because, like, you know, why? You did that and if you don't want the the consequences of your actions of commenting on somebody and being called out or whatever it is, you have the ability to delete your comment. Yeah. Sure. You will deal with the consequences of that too, because people will find your account and people will probably go after you because you said some dumb things, but still you have the ability to go, you know what? I'm going to private my account. You know what? I'm going to delete this app. You know what? I'm going to make a new account. You know what? I'm going to, you know, unfollow this page or this person. Like you have control over the things you do. So mm-hmm. why why are trigger warnings a thing? And I'm so, so tired of seeing People that are just – they're they're saying that, like, it's common courtesy. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is not common at all. Do you really under, d- misunderstand the definition of common courtesy? Common courtesy is saying thank you and please mm-hmm. and you're welcome and, you know, using your manners and table manners and making sure that if you're, dre- you're dressing right to an occasion, holding the door open for people, those are common courtesies because those are things that everybody should do and learn how to do. You should be able to use a napkin when you're at the table. That's common courtesy. That's using your manners and all that stuff. It is not common for me to go, oh, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about this real quick. Just want to let you know so you have a chance to turn it off, walk away, whatever it is. No, that is not common, and I am not responsible for your trauma. No one else is responsible for your trauma but yourself. And even then, you're. and I, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way, you are not responsible for what happened to you, but you are responsible for how you move on from it.
0: 100%. Yeah, 100%. The,
1: 100%. Because... You are either going to sit there and you're not going to get over it, and I don't care if people don't like that phrase because everybody will just start, you can't just get over it, except that's exactly what it is. Whether it takes time and therapy and medicine or whatever, it's still, at the end of the day, getting over it yep. learning to live with something is quite literally getting over it. Because then you just don't care anymore or it, you know, you look at it and you flip it off and you go, I'm still going to do the things I need to do because I'm not going to let this stop me. That's quite literally getting over it. So I don't care if you don't like that phrase, but you, you have to, it is not anyone else's responsibility for the things Mm -hmm. that you have trouble with. The world does not need to conform to the fact that you had this very specific trauma growing up or last week or even yesterday that you haven't gotten over yet. And they all need to conform to the fact that you have an issue with that. That is not how it works.
0: 100 percent 100 percent and i mean because we we've talked about it before you know i was raped when i was a kid and it's like it doesn't change my life i don't sit there oh my gosh my and and how many people are like oh something happened to me i'm a victim you know what you're a birth survivor you're a freaking victim okay like i'm like oh i was aborted i mean my mom wanted to abort me literally Mm -hmm. my mom wanted to abort me and it's like And I was physically abused. I was mentally abused. I was sexually abused. And you know what I did? I made sure I went and read everything that I could. Talked to all the professional people that I could. Fixed myself. Adjusted myself. And said, okay, well, here's where I'm going to be defective the rest of my life. And I'm okay with it. And here's where I'm not going to be. And here's where I'm going to change and fight and focus on. And even in our relationship, since the beginning of our relationship, I've never sat there and went, well, that's just the way I am. Suck it up and move on. You know? No, it, it just, it doesn't work that way.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's, that's that one. And then we're going to end on one more.
0: Go for it. Uh, this one. These are yeah. good, by the way. Just <laughs> did a really good job today.
1: Thank you. Uh, this one is from user euphoric structure 504. And it is titled the first step in addressing an issue affecting a minority group should be asking members of that group how they feel about the issue. Granted, you'll never know how every member of the group feels, but you should be able to get an idea. Otherwise, it just comes off as another case of white savior swooping in to help minorities who are too inept to help themselves. Mm. As a black woman, <laughs> let me tell you how absolutely tired I am of seeing all of these things online all the time. All of the time. I just commented on something that... <laughs> I just commented on something the other day. I had no idea about this issue. I didn't know who this lady was. I didn't care. But... uh it was it was until I saw the comment that it made me really frustrated. There's this there's this girl on TikTok and I and this is going to create a bigger issue that is clearly an unpopular opinion, whether it's amongst the black community or just amongst again white saviors. Mm-hmm. Um, people have an issue with anybody saying the n word because it's racist. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're calling somebody or not, everybody thinks this just needs to be a banned word. Unless you are black, then it's okay. But, you know, if you're not, then you don't have the ability to use that word. It's not for you. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think that's stupid. There is no world where, you know, we get to gatekeep a word. (laughs) Because, sure, I don't use the word. I never have. But I've never looked at anybody that has and been like, oh how dare you I would laugh straight up in somebody's face if they called me the n-word like mm-hmm. in, in a racist manner because I'd be like what
0: <laughs> and hope Are that you... I'm not there because I'd laugh you'd, you'd also be laughing while I was beating the ever-living tar out of them yes that's
1: just but it just it wouldn't offend me because right. I don't care because I what I don't care it, th- why does it why does it matter it's a word you could have called me anything and it still could have been offensive and I still would have been like <laughs> okay because I I don't care why do I care? It's just another word. Mm-hmm. I don't give. I don't give anything <laughs> if some. It's if it has a history. Every single cursed word has a history. Right. But nobody looks at any of the other of them and just goes, "Oh man, I can't use these words." Everybody curses. Every everyone curses, and so it just it mm-hmm. bugs me. But so there was there is a white creator on TikTok. This just this girl that at some point in her past. Not like, again, not even recently, like literal years ago in her, her musically era, mm-hmm. used the N-word and everybody was, you know, big upsetty about it because somebody pulled it out of the deep depths of all of the stuff on TikTok and was like, ah, cancel her. And so many people were like, oh my goodness, how could you do something like that? And she never addressed it because she did not care because she is very, like, I... What what is she going to say? Because if she says sorry, then everybody's going to be like, "Well, sorry isn't good enough. And then if she doesn't say sorry, everybody's going to be like, well, now you're not admitting that you did something that you did. There's Mm -hmm. no winning. Once somebody tries to cancel you, there is no winning. So she's just not addressing it at all. And I don't care. I didn't know who this person was. I just thought she was really pretty. And the video that she posted was really cute. And in the comments, it was like, oh, I can't believe people still support you after what you did. And somebody was like, well, what did she do? It <sighs> was Like, oh, she said the N word in a video. And then a bunch of people were, you know, and then it was just proceed arguments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it was, you know, one person, a white person that said something. I'll just I'll find it. I'll pull it up real yeah, quick because it. <laughs> it really was. It was it was it was that good of a a conversation that I have to find it. Okay, so it was literally just a completely unrelated TikTok, just her posting a TikTok to a trend. Okay. And somebody commented, we know what you did with the eye rolling emoji and okay a bunch of people oh, what did she do and, oh she said the word but it was in russian or something i don't know it's not really it still means black people and as someone whose first language is russian i don't use it there's another word to use mm-hmm. and so a bunch of people it's like it, you know it all, all these things and then somebody pointed out it was like you know leg in russian also sounds like it and it's like well it means the same thing why do people support her this is dumb and just all all the things oh because she's pretty duh and just everybody's so <laughs> so upset right And so then you get way down to somebody saying, bro, it's been so long. Get over it. People change. And this is just a white girl. Mm -hmm. And so then this girl responded and said, you're white. And then that girl responded back and said, great job. You can see. And she said, you're white talking about how people should feel about her saying a slur. And she said, because it happened in like 2020. Let it go. I'd understand if she was still saying it after being called out, but she's not and then they responded and said, and how would you know if she stopped saying it and believing we're disgusting? And she said, people change. And so then I said, <laughs> I was like, I- I'm black and I still agree. Mm-hmm. People change. Holding them accountable for the past is literally stupid. And they just responded with the uh, the skull emoji because they got called out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just like, but I- it's the same thing. I don't get it. I don't understand why... Why is this such a big deal? You're coming in here it's like a little me. white savior. I don't, I care going, less. Oh. I've
0: said it. I literally you've heard me say it and yeah. we say it and we say it. most of the t- we say it in joking. Look, there's a difference between saying it, and I won't say it just because, you know, most of the podcast channels would lose their mind. Um, but we say things all the time and we acknowledge it's a verb. We're utilizing something as a descript to you you know, not all black people are that not all Mexican people are that not all white people are that, you know, we joke around about it all the time. Not everybody from Alabama is that Mm -hmm. not everybody from Ohio is that not everybody from Florida is that not everybody from California is that and I literally defy anybody to have listened to any of what I just said and not have a pejorative shoot up into their head. It literally does because we all we all say it. We all think it because it's a descript. OK, when when I sit there and I laugh and, and it's, again, you give something power. It's ridiculous. It's like when somebody calls me fat, I just laugh because I just I'm like, yeah, but I'm fixing that. What are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You, I genuinely don't care because I'm working on it. You see that I'm working on it. I see that I'm working on it. I'm constantly altering and and getting stricter and stricter on my diet. Yesterday, I literally only ate one meal for the entire day. Why? Because that's what I felt like doing. You know. And it's like I can you you can do those things, but words will only have power as long as we let words have power. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and that word doesn't have power to me. I grew up hearing that word in every rap song I listened to and every song that, that I was listening to. I literally it was every other word in the ghetto I lived in. And it was nothing more than you literally could have replaced the word with brother. And that would have been it. That's, that's all it would have been for where I grew up. It wasn't until, you know, I got left the ghetto that I was like, oh, wait, this isn't a normal word. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. I came up to Sacramento and, I mean, I had, I had white shock because I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that suddenly the, the, this, whoa, whoa, this word. And it was white people. Mm-hmm. It was white people. It's always white people.
1: Yeah, we don't, I don't need you to save me. What are you saving me from? Other racists? I don't care. I don't need help. I don't want help i don't need extra special things to get me into programs and all these i don't need extra money i don't need extra anything because i don't need your help and that's all that it is it's literally oh man we had all these things that we did wrong well let me come down and help you you know that's exactly what started all the movements in the beginning with right Oh, well, you guys are living, you know, primitive and you guys need technology. And, you know, because you're, you know, not as well off as we are, we're going to force you to do these things so that you can be more well off and we're helping you so that you can in turn help us. That's what it started Mm -hmm. off as. And now you're going, ah, well, we did that. So now, well, let's help you defend you, you know, from us. But it's defeating the purpose. So, yeah, Yeah, it's just dumb. If If you want to help us, ask us what we want. Yeah. And stop taking a general majority and the first person you hear. You need to actually know what each person wants. If some, if you see some kind of dispute going on, and this person is just they, they don't need your help, then they don't need your help. Mm-hmm. Ask them. Do you, do you, do you want me to get on this person real quick? And if they go, no, it's fine. Right. Then it's fine. Right. Don't sit there. And And I feel had to learn need. that one the hard <laughs> way because
0: I would beat people that they were like, "What are you doing? Why did he called you this?" Yeah, I, I'm good. What? It didn't bother me oops you know type yeah, situation it's just, but yeah, it's the same so. thing when it came to you and i in that word right mm-hmm. was the first thing was one of the first conversations we we had when we when we just started getting serious it was like hey just so you know i grew up with this word this is where i grew up it throws me off i'm the biggest that i know you know and i grew up being that way and i'm i'm a bigger than i would ever say anything is that does that word bother you though because if that word bothers you then i'll find something else for it and you were like No, (laughs) (laughs) because it's kind of funny, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like, and we just, we don't allow words like that to have power, you know? And it's like, and, and, and on top of that, when you're the one yelling at somebody for something that they use, that person literally subconsciously or consciously doesn't matter looks at you as the face of that movement. Okay. So when Mm -hmm. a white woman comes running up at somebody talking about white male oppressors and how black lives matter, I don't see a black strong woman there. I see some white woman representing and taking the power away from it. When a man-hater is ahead of the feminist movement, it takes away the power from it. When a chauvinistic pig is sitting there talking about women and women's rights and serving women, it takes away from it. And the last thing that anybody in any cause wants is a representative that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. We don't have fat Oprah pushing, you know, weight loss programs. We don't have, you know, dumb people pushing intelligence programs. It doesn't matter what it is, right? You don't have people who don't, don't work in that area promoting it. Mm-hmm. And it's the most stupid thing ever. Marketers know this. Marketers know we didn't want Kirsty Alley to be a part of Nutrisystem cuz she ballooned. Oh, but now we're we're that fat shaming. It's a bad thing. You know what? Hey, if you're happy being fat, you're a liar, but you go ahead and be you go ahead and be happy. You know how I know that? Because I can't think of a single person who has lost weight and went, "Man, I was much happier fat." You know, if you're unhealthy and you're like, "Man, I'm so glad I'm unhealthy." I know people who smoke and try to convince me that they love The fact that they smoke and that they're going to die and that they can't breathe and walking up a hill, you know, or a handicap ramp causes them to lose their breath. No, there's nobody like that on the planet. Everybody who says that they are, no, it's it's BS. So it's like, okay, sorry, I'm just realized how much of a tangent I went off on. I'm sorry. It's (laughs) okay. Go ahead. Go to your next one.
1: There is no next it. Okay,
0: one. then we'll call that good. So, cuz I just I'm just I'm just sick of it. I'm I'm sick of people everybody thinking and we've talked about this before, where everybody thinks that they're an expert in everything and their opinion should matter. There's plenty of things that I just shut the hell up about cuz my opinion is irrelevant. I'll ask you a question if I don't know something and it's like and you'll tell me. I'll be like, "Why do you do this?" Oh, blah blah blah. Oh. Okay. There we go. I learned something. Holy crud. But, you know, we have people now that everybody's just my opinion is just as relevant as yours. No, my opinion cost me sixty eight thousand uh, dollars six years of my life. And I busted my tail to work that. And now I've got another, you know, 30 years of experience sitting behind that. Your opinion isn't as valid as mine. Karen, shut the hell up. Go sit down and let the people who know what they're talking about. Talk about it. Would you honestly let, you know, somebody who's homeless and, and has nothing to do would the stock exchange decide your portfolio if you, if you had $100,000? No. So it's just it's dumb. Anyway, with that said, thank you for joining us on the Afternoon Dive for the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you, that which doesn't kill you still has an opinion about it. All good. Peace out with your peace out. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Bye.